2: We're now going to pay attention to Utah County for a bit here, specifically the Utah County Commission, and even more specifically, Utah County Commissioner Bill Lee. He is seeking what he has called a compassionate exemption to the mask mandates for K-12 through students in Utah County from Governor Gary Herbert. If you remember uh, last week, there was a big question mark hanging out there. And it was centered on what Governor Gary Herbert would do in terms of mandating, or not, the wearing of masks across the state. He was under some intense pressure. It was the Utah Hospital Association, headed by Greg Bell, calling on him to mandate masks statewide. It was the Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce, along with dozens and dozens of some heavy-hitting businesses across this state, calling for Governor Gary Herbert to mandate the wearing of masks statewide. And if you clicked it and clacked around your Twitter a little bit, uh, you would see that there were a number of uh, folks very vocally calling on the governor to mandate the wearing of masks statewide. And what did he do? He held his ground. He did not mandate. He communicated a faith in Utah's that we could answer the call, that we could take up his challenge And that we, without any compulsory orders hanging over our head or the threat of law enforcement involving itself even further into our lives, that we might be able to, uh, like like Boyd Matheson has challenged us to do, uh, to to engage in this 55-day moonshot, to wear a mask, to get this rolling average of positive case counts down, to eradicate this virus as it's ravaged us, both our health and our economy. I think we can do it. I agree with the governor. What he did do, though, that day was he put in place a requirement for K-12 through schools around the country. All public schools will require that all students, teachers, and visitors to those schools wear masks throughout the school day, where social distancing is impossible. And now, for the most part, that has been rolled into the various drafts of plans being created right now by the school districts around the state of Utah. That now students will be, and teachers, faculty, and visitors, will all be wearing masks in the buildings. Bill Lee, Utah County Commissioner, wants Utah County to be exempt from that. He's calling it a compassionate exemption. uh, And he has made it known that in about 40 minutes from right now, he will be gathering himself and others outside of the county building ahead of a commission meeting, which is scheduled to take place at three o'clock, and he will be uh, voicing his upset with that mandate handed down by the governor. There are two other commissioners, Tanner range of course, and uh, Nathan Ivey, immediately after the announcement from, uh, uh, from Bill Lee, which actually came in the form of a letter. He sent uh, a letter out to uh, constituents, members of the community I'll, I'll read that for you it says uh, dear concerned citizen this again from utah county commissioner bill lee dear concerned citizen you are receiving this email because you recently connected me or contacted me regarding the state's mandate for school children to wear masks because i trust parents and teachers i am requesting that governor herbert grant utah county a compassionate exemption to the statewide mask wearing mandate for all k-12 through schools My request to exempt Utah County schools from the state's mandate will be discussed and voted on by the entire Utah County Commission today at 3 o'clock. If you'd like to make your voice heard, be sure to attend the meeting, which will occur at the following location. He gives uh, the address for the Utah County Administration Building. He also points out that immediately before this meeting at 2.30, he will be addressing a crowd that he hopes will gather outside. That he hopes will gather outside outside the the county administration building now i've read for you uh, words from Lee. let's hear from him himself he joined uh, dave and debbie earlier this morning he was asked uh, about uh, about how this came about bill lee says that a school superintendent approached him with concerns over how the school would work with masks
0: i did talk with uh with one of the superintendents, and he brought it out over and over. he says there's more to it than just a one size fits all What do we do about band? what do we do about choir what do we how do we do our our, our activities you know with uh, in the cafeteria how do we how do we do that we 're going to run up against fire code problems we 're going to run up against nutritional issues how are we going to be able to do the separation there's a lot going on inside there and so i I think we've got to have that conversation and find compassion in it to find a way that that works for, for all as much as possible.
2: Bill Lee, Commissioner Lee, uh, continues saying that this is about helping educators do their jobs. We've got to give tools to teachers,
0: parents, faculty, um, with, with common sense on, on the ground, in the classroom, for some sort of exemptions when we have meltdowns or if we have individuals with asthma or if we have individuals that are just having a hard time with the mask and that's that's what it's about is to give them the tools so they're not it's not a one-size-fits-all because just like in
2: education you can't you can't explain it one way and expect all students to, to learn that one way. Now, how about the students, and how about the wisdom of the mandate from the governor? How about the science behind this? Bill Lee points out that this is not intended, at least according to him, to allow students to choose not to wear a mask.
0: It's not intended to be a loophole where you can just say, everyone can say, oh, you know, I, I just don't feel comfortable wearing a mask. There's got to be a process in place that, uh, you know, allows for it. We, we do that now when it comes to, um, you know, ADA compliance. There's, there's a certain process that goes through, and I think that that could be the case.
2: Now, that's all well and good, but you can't do the right thing the wrong way. And if you feel that this is the right thing, you know, God bless you and all, but uh, uh, you can't do the right thing the wrong way. And what's happened here, uh, at least according to Tanner Ainge and Nathan Ivey, uh, that this item was added to uh, today's commission meeting agenda unbeknownst to them, and that this letter that went out to constituents uh, of Commissioner Lee uh, was sent out unbeknownst to them. Instead of waiting for uh, today's hearing to, to voice his concern, uh, Commissioner, Commissioner Ainge, just yesterday, as soon as Commissioner Lee's intentions were made known, he drafted a letter and sent that quickly out. It reads thusly, I woke up this morning to an inbox full of messages from concerned citizens regarding Commissioner Lee's plan to hold a rally against masks in schools and to ask Governor Herbert for an exemption from the K-12 mask requirements in Utah County. Now, here's the part you got to listen to from Tanner Ainge. I will not be supporting such a letter. I have spoken with Governor Herbert and Alpine School District and am supportive of their current plans for reopening, which includes areas of flexibility, adaptation and exceptions where appropriate. And he goes on to appreciate the governor. He appreciates all involved, the uh, various uh, hospitals and the medical professionals. And that's all very well and good. So what do you think about this? Tanner Range says that appropriate exceptions in areas of flexibility have been discussed with both the governor and the leaders of the Alpine School District. Do you think that's sufficient? Do you think that there are uh, sufficient exceptions? Or do you think that this, as Bill Lee, Commissioner Lee, phrases it, a compassionate exemption ought to be put in place? I don't know, I'm anxious to hear the debate. Uh, It'll take place uh, just after 3 o'clock in Utah County at the administration building there, and uh, we'll see how it goes. And we'll see if, in fact, the governor uh, does weigh in on this. He is expected to uh, address the media tomorrow at uh, 1130. You'll certainly hear uh, the governor's address here on KSL News Radio, and we'll break it down throughout the day. Uh, But it'll be interesting to see if Commissioner Lee uh, and this so-called or the alleged, rather, superintendent with whom he spoke, uh, have their way. I'm anxious to uh, to see how that all plays out. In the next segment, we will be joined by uh, the third. Utah County Commissioner uh, Nathan Ivey, he's serving the remainder of this term. He, uh, if you remember, lost his primary battle and so won't uh, into the next term be serving anymore as commissioner. But he still uh, is today and will be involved in the meeting, which is scheduled to take place just an hour uh, from right now. Nathan Ivey, our guest next here on Live Mike. And later on in the program, we are going to return to this topic, which has been gnawing at me, and it is the idea of fair and speedy trials and safe trials. You know, the Constitution guarantees speedy trials, but can the coronavirus and the circumstances surrounding the coronavirus and the way that we have adapted our lifestyles and the way we do business, can that really uphold the Constitution? We'll find out later on on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back. Final hour of Live Mike on this Wednesday, July 15th, 206, in the KSL Newsroom. I have been for the past hour or so discussing what will happen in Utah schools when it comes time for students to return to the classroom or maybe just pick up their laptops again, depending on which district you're in and uh, which plan rules the day. As you know, the districts, they have a, a requirement, a deadline coming up. It's just under two weeks away. On August 1st, school districts and schools around the state will be required under order, by the, under order of the state school board to make public their plans for their uh, reopening in the fall or whatever the plan is for uh, for students and teachers and faculty and all the uh, support staff that uh, that make the wheels on the bus go round and round, so to speak. And we right now are in the midst of the season of formulating those plans. Parents are weighing in. The community is weighing in. There are meetings uh, being held by school boards and others as to what exactly will happen and what is most appropriate in the various regions of this great state. You know, th- th- that is uh, true. W- wherever you go in this state, uh, the needs are very unique. And so these plans would wisely be tailored to the unique needs of the various regions of of the state. One thing that we do know for certain is that Governor Gary Herbert last week announced and declared that the wearing of masks will be mandated in public school buildings. So that includes students, that includes teachers, faculty, and also visitors to those schools. And it was uh, yesterday morning that we learned that in Utah County, one of the three commissioners intends to uh, request of Governor Gary Herbert that a, an exemption be made for the entire county. He calls it a compassionate exemption to the mask mandates for K-12 students in Utah County. That is currently on the agenda of the upcoming county commissioner's meeting, which is scheduled to take place in less than an hour. At 3 o'clock, they're scheduled to get together uh, and debate a number of issues, talk about this and that, but added to the agenda by Commissioner Lee is this question here as to whether or not uh, they will, together, the commission, uh, make that request of the governor. Also, in about 20 minutes' time, uh, Commissioner Lee is expected to gather on the front steps of the administration building there, and together with a crowd he hopes will assemble, uh, make some of his points known there as well. We have thus far heard from Commissioner Ainge. Tanner Ainge uh, wrote a letter which he posted to Twitter saying that uh, he appreciates the governor's efforts to try to keep the state safe and he will not be supporting uh, such a letter as was suggested by Commissioner Lee. Uh, Commissioner Ainge says that he's spoken to the governor, he's spoken to Alpine School District, and he supports their current plans for reopening, even going as far as to say that the flexibility and the exceptions that are already worked into these plans are sufficient for him. So that's two out of three of the commissioners. We know how they stand. We still ought to hear from the third. Nathan Ivey, the third commissioner, joins me on the line, co-chair. Sir, how are you?
1: Uh, doing great. Thanks for having me on again, Lee. I always appreciate your show and the messages you bring.
2: Well, I'm um, humbled you'd say that, sir. I'm an admirer of yours as well. What can you tell me about what's shaping up on the steps outside your building right now?
1: Um, well, I, I can tell you that, uh, interestingly enough, in the last uh, couple days, I have received more emails on mass than I did on a proposed property tax increase. It was the first increase Utah County had seen in 23 years. <laughs> So obviously this is a very hot issue. Uh, People are very passionate about it uh, on both sides. And right now, based on on the public email feedback we've received, uh, initially it was, you know, a large majority was kind of uh, anti-mask as this proposal or this letter from Commissioner Lee was circulated. That has dramatically shifted, and I would say close to eighty percent of the emails I've received the last couple of days and we're talking about hundreds of emails uh, have been uh, in favor of the school districts making this decision and in support of them having uh, you know requiring students to wear masks so that's kind of the public feel and and the atmosphere we're working in obviously it's a, a very people are very passionate uh, on both sides of this issue and which I appreciate, but I also wish we could just try and be a little bit more reasonable, yeah. uh, and especially in regards to, you know, the public shaming that comes, whether you agree or disagree with, with the issue. Right? I personally am anti-mandate, pro-mask, and I know that's really hard for people to understand. But I think you should have the the rights to to choose how to to live your life, and government shouldn't tell you how. But, you know, science and, and the medical professionals have weighed in on this, and it, it seems to make sense when appropriate in large public settings to wear a mask to try and, and slow down the spread of this virus.
2: Yeah, you and I are on the same page there. I am anti-mandate pro mask That's a good way to phrase I'm going to write that one down. That's a good, concise way to communicate my views on that. You said something fascinating. I want to go backwards a, a second. You said that you have received more uh, constituent communication on the subject of masks than you did on the, the property tax hike. Any idea why that might be? It se- It seems <laughs> like it seems like if, if you're going to be spending money, you're going to be uh, front and center making your voice known uh, or heard, rather. Uh, on the issue of masks, I mean, that's a, a relatively harmless thing, I, I would presume.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. I would love to know why, <laughs> um, but obviously, apparently, people just are incredibly passionate about this issue and yeah. and, and feel very strongly about it. And again, it's been, uh, you know, at, at, to this point, the the it's evened out to probably slightly in favor of people wanting a mask mandate uh, mm-hmm. based on those emails I've received. But it's just it's absolutely been mind boggling to me why this is such. A divisive and hot issue, yeah. uh, and, and as much as there's as it is the overall feedback, which is astonishing, the divisive nature of it is is astounding to me. You know that that part's been been very interesting.
2: There is very little middle ground on this one. Uh, yeah, the. In about forty-five minutes' time, you will sit down with your fellow commissioners. On the agenda is this uh, proposed request uh, by Commissioner Lee. It'll likely lead to a a vote. Uh, Commissioner Ainge has made it known that he will not be supporting the sending of a letter. Where do you stand on the on the on this?
1: Well, well, yeah. Well, I mentioned I am pro mask, anti mandate. On the letter itself, I just don't see its pertinence. this is a local school district meeting or excuse me school board discussion and, and decision. Uh, I was grateful to see all the people show up to Alpine's uh, you know Alpine school districts boards meeting last night. Um, you know they voted six one in favor of the proposal to reopen and and I would like to just have the school districts make this decision on their own and obviously Alpine uh, is as a board is of a different opinion than Commissioner Lee and ironically, even the dissenting vote there was okay with requiring masks. They just thought that they should have half the kids, you know, one day and the other half the other day. So that was the reason they voted against it, was they felt like having all the kids together was a bad idea. But but all seven members thought that the masks were a good idea. And, and that's why we elect those people is to to – represent us in how we run our public schools. And, and so I would defer to them. I just don't think this is a, a commission issue at this point in time. If we were talking about a countywide mandate um, that had been issued by the state, you know, I, I would have a different feel for that. But I think where we're specifically dealing with schools that we needed to defer to the school districts and the school boards and allow them to make this decision and, and be supportive of them in that.
2: Commissioner Ivey. Thank you so much. Nathan Ivey with the Utah County Commission. Uh, We'll be sitting down with his fellow commissioners in about 45 minutes to debate this issue. I look forward to hearing that debate, and I look forward to uh, hearing the outcome. Thanks again, Commissioner.
1: Thank you. Have a good day.
2: You do the same. Quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to return to this issue that we have been uh, covering for some time now, and it is the question... Can the Sixth Amendment to the Constitution be upheld in the coronavirus times? Yeah, that's the one about the speedy trial and the jury of your peers and facing your accuser and all that. If we're doing it all by video conference, are we really satisfying the Sixth Amendment? We'll speak to the Third District Judge next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.